Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Frisco. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. The Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. Joined alongside Rich Van Zant, as we are uh, in the bye week of the uh, Super Bowl. So always an exciting show there as we get to uh, the, the the week off and uh, the prep going into Super Bowl 54 and uh, San Francisco and uh, Kansas City. Yeah, certainly have, um, I guess, a lot of people just really unsure of what the result will be um and uh we'll we'll kind of break that down a little bit more but uh this is a weird one um because you know it it could really go either way um you know you could see the game breaking out in a big way uh you know uh certainly from the Kansas City offense and then you could see uh the San Francisco stunting them too so uh it's a little unusual but before we get into any of that of course the uh, tragic events uh, taking place yesterday, uh, Kobe Bryant uh, in a helicopter crash and uh, killed with his daughter, uh, a- along with uh, nine total uh, passengers on that plane. So first and foremost, our, uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to uh, all the families uh, that were uh, devastated by this tragedy. And, uh, you know, something like this is, is you know, an event which uh, will be, re- you know, in, in the minds of everybody um, forever really and so uh you know again um it, it's certainly tragic and uh, a lot of thoughts and prayers go out to them uh so back back to the uh the, the football part of it um nfl pro bowl took place uh yesterday and it seems like that's getting more and more of a sideshow as the afc east uh the afc rather uh wins uh 33 um and i think they've won a, a bunch of them in a row uh, it's in Orlando, as Rich had said, you know, not exactly the uh, ideal setting anymore. So it's a very w- weird situation what goes on with that, and it's become more and more of, uh, you know, just almost like an exhibition. And, Rich, I know that you, you know, we, we both were never really big fans of this, uh, the Pro Bowl, but it's getting more and more like it's just a pickup game almost. And they, and they actually officiate it like that. Can you, can you answer a question? How come they reversed colors? Well, when you say reversed, what do you mean? There's gold. Yeah, but the NFC always wore, you know, NFC always wore blue, blue, and the AFC always wore red. And And now they're gold and white. How is it reversed? Weren't they gold and white? I, I thought the AFC was wearing dark blue jerseys. I... Again, I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm pretty sure they were. I'm pretty sure the NFC wore gold. 
and uh, and I think the AFC maybe wore black. Yeah, they were blue, I, which were, they were always like red before. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they wore any of the traditional colors. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm pretty sure the NFC wore gold, though. But I don't know what the uh, – I guess the AFC wore dark of some sort, but I don't know if it was blue. I think it was, like, black or something. It, black and gold, I think it was. Uh, it was really weird. I think it was black yeah. and gold, which I'm pretty sure it was. I don't know if that's a 100th anniversary kind of theme. Is that what that was? I don't know. Let me tell you, I didn't watch one second of it. When you said the score today, I couldn't have told you what it was. Yeah. I don't know anything yeah, well. happened in that game at all. But I, I just, <laughs> you know, first of all, once you play in between the the Super Bowl and the and the championship game, you take both of the best teams' players out of the mix, which what sense yeah. is that? It doesn't make any yeah. sense whatsoever. No one's going to tune in next week, this week for this. I mean, everybody feels like there's no football this week. So, I mean, the game's never going to get huge ratings anyway, so why switch everything? You know, it just it just seems like a just a stupid – you know, the game became a joke a long time ago. Then they then they pulled out this crap with Jerry Rice and Deion DeSanders picking the team. Yeah. And there's players on the same team playing against each other, which makes no sense to right. me at all. It's like, you know, Very and now they go back to the regular format, and it's still ridiculous. No one's going to watch this. I mean, the tickets, you could have got in there for $40 yesterday, and that tells you something. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like you said, and the venue now being in Orlando, I mean, that takes a lot of luster. You know, at least people, I guess, either take vacations or the island of Hawaii would look forward to it, and there was enough play there that they would, you know, make an event of it. Uh, and, 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 you know, when they, and they switched it going before the Super Bowl. It's been a while now since they've done this. And, and no, you know, know. It, what it does is... Four or five years. It's, but it's, it's still silly. It doesn't make any sense. I wonder how that yeah, works, it takes, though, right? Like, if you have, a, if you have takes, a Pro Bowl bonus in your contract and you make the Super Bowl, do you not get that bonus because of that? No, because I think you get voted in, regardless. I don't think it matters if you so play. I think it's whether or not you get so voted like, in. So then, like, the 17th alternate, like, it, when he accepts to go, he still gets that Pro Bowl bonus? Sure. Yeah, yeah. By that rationale, you would have to because, obviously, you're a Pro Bowler regardless of how many, uh, you know, people back out to get you in. Uh, you, you know, well, yeah, you're a Pro Bowler. And... There's, a winners, there's, a winner, there's a winners and losers share, right? So if you right. get voted in but you're in the Super Bowl, you, you don't get that either? I would imagine, listen, and I'm speaking off the cuff here, obviously. I would imagine that uh, you have to participate in the actual event to get the, the share. But I, I could be wrong on that, but I, I would imagine you that, have to. If that's, the case, if that's the case, are you surprised the Player Association allowed that? I mean, you could, you could be the best player in football. Okay, you made the, the Super Bowl, which is everybody's goal, and then you get penalized. You get penalized financially because you can't go because you're in the Super Bowl. Well, I think what it comes down to is two things on that, Rich. I think, first of all, you're getting paid to participate in the actual game. And then I guess they would turn the other side of the coin and say, well, we're giving you money for your share of playing in the Super Bowl because they all get paid to play in the Super Bowl as yeah, well. I got you. So I, we would get both before. You know, before yeah, you I guess you would get both, you got, right? You you would get both before, so you know what I'm saying. I'm not saying like these guys yeah. need the money, but it just doesn't seem fair. That's my point, you know. Right, right, and, and I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and 
it, it is strange in that sense, but yeah, I guess you can only participate in one now, so you're not going to get paid. Again, I'm basically talking off the cuff. I mean, I don't know. For all I know, that you do get your share if you don't play, but I wouldn't think so. I would think you would have to actually go down there and participate. So I, I understand you if know, you bail out, you don't get paid. You know, if you bail out because you don't want to go, I can understand that not getting paid, but the fact that, like, you know, it's because of the way the league is now that you're not getting paid is kind of weird, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it is strange. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you know, it, it is strange. Um, and I don't know all the, you know, the the rules regarding it, like I said, but, um, you know, you would have to think that, you know, they've taken these things into consideration when they made all these rule changes. Um, one thing, you know, that I, I don't like is that is, is that they uh, had uh, – they they basically changed this rule. Like, are they even like considering thinking about actually doing this uh, non the onside thing where you get a fourth and fifteen on your own twenty yard, fifteen yard, whatever it is? I mean, you can't honestly even give that a thought to actually doing that in a real game, right? Please tell me this is not an experiment to do that. <laughs> well, that's what they claim that it's an experiment to see how it flies with the fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, think about that, Rich. I mean, how, first of all, how easy is it for 4th and 15, right? For, think about it that way. Then think about it this way. Think about an explosive offensive team like the Chiefs, say, right, playing, playing a, a team, you know, a struggling team like, you know, uh, whoever that might be. I don't know. Even Detroit. I, I don't know. Whoever's, you know, a low team Please. in the NFL. But, but Cleveland. But uh, let's say that they play each other, correct? And, I mean, you would almost do that every time because the odds of you making that are so much higher, and if you fail, so be it, you fail. But, like, and, and, and take into all the betting action, how that could change. Oh, I know. I mean, you would but ruin the game the doing the this. Reason, the only reason you wouldn't try it all the time is because they would get the ball there. So? So what? If you're the Chiefs and you're, you're taking that percentage of a fourth and 15, let's say they did it – Ten times, they're probably going to convert that. You know, I would say, uh, I would say four to six times easily. And then every time they do that, the odds of them going on a run are so much more than that other team scoring a touchdown each time. I mean, I would yeah, certainly well, yeah, do it. Know, I, I can see, see what you got, but you know, you're giving the other team the ball in the twenty. Then, you know. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. But it's a, you know, it's a fourth and fifteen. Um, so, you know, it, it's not the hardest thing in the world. I mean, we've watched enough, we've watched enough fourth and 15s converted. Certainly a third and 15, it's the same thing. Oh, again, it's again, one it's play to convert 15 yards. Yeah. I mean, I, that to yeah. me seems ridiculous. And the, and the betting aspect of that, can you imagine that? I mean, you're talking about, Look, that's I, I all you need? They're on side kick. Rule changes this year were ridiculous. They should go back to the way it was. I mean, do you really yeah. see a lot of guys get hurt on onside kicks? I mean, they they're just going way too far with this stuff. They really are. They're becoming. You know how you know how like the gimmicks of like the XFL and and all the the W the Arena League. I mean, that's what these other leagues did to try to attract people. And the NFL does not need to go in that direction. I mean, that's just kind of ridiculous. And that's what they're doing with nope. this. And, no and, and you said it's for no, injuries? There's still no reason to screw with sudden death. You know, that's the other thing that was ridiculous. Right. 
I agree. You said this is because of injuries that they changed all the onside. I know they yeah, did that, that for the kickoffs, but yeah, that's what they were claiming. That there's too many, there's too many chances for injury on an onside kick. Which I mean, know, how many onside rare. kick injuries? I know. Yeah, how many onside kick injuries are there? Right? Uh, I mean, I, I done. That kind of seems ridiculous to me. Like, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, that just seems like really weird. But, uh, you know, it was nice to see one thing I enjoyed. I enjoyed finally seeing Ryan Tannehill play in a Pro Bowl, only because I just think he deserved it many times. It got overlooked. And this is obviously his year. I don't know what's going to happen in the future with this guy. And, you know, this was his run, you know. And, and, and So I'm glad to finally see that. I'm glad to finally see him get the chance to play in that game because um, I think he deserved in his, in his career to have played in that, you know. So I took that out of it. Did he play well? <laughs> Listen, I I didn't watch the game from start to finish. The one area that I did watch, he threw a horrible pick. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what you guys saw tonight. I saw the highlight of that. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I really don't think he did play well. <laughs> no. Oh, and let me ask you this too: When did they have an offensive and a defensive MVP? Never. They just added that now. Never. Because of, I apparently, so. I never heard of that before in my life either. That's ridiculous. Because apparently, uh, I think, uh, I think Lamar Jackson won the MVP, but I think he won the offensive MVP, and I'm pretty sure Clayus Campbell also won the MVP as a defensive MVP. Am I wrong with that? Uh, maybe you're right. I mean, did Chuck Halley get the award? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's just it's really weird, uh, you know. And and again, don't don't think I tune into this because I didn't. I just happened to catch a little bit of it, you know. And you know, it's I, listen. I didn't like it in 1984 when 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 my man was starting quarterback for the AFC. I didn't like it then. I certainly don't like it now. You know. I mean, it's just a joke. But the, but the reason why, like, I bring it up to you is because you know how we always laugh at how it's like a shootout and, and they let you do – like, Rich, it's literally like they literally let you do whatever and they, and they don't tackle and, you know, the referees basically let you do – and listen, I'm okay with that. I really am. I don't want to see anybody get hurt in the Pro Bowl. I really don't. And there have been a few injuries in the past, you know. So I don't want to see anybody really get hurt in a Pro Bowl. So I, I don't care if, like, that's the way you kind of do it. I can live with that. Um, but, you know, it just it, it has gotten to such a degree where, you know, it, it shouldn't be looked at as anything but that. But the weird part comes when you start realizing that they're betting on this game. So you can't, how do you bet on it when it's – it's that ridiculous. I mean, a guy intercepts well, you have, a lineman intercepts really the ball has, at the you know, forty. Not, you know, seriously, if you're betting on the Pro Bowl, you, you need the, you need a couch somewhere. You really, you really do. You got to lay but, on a couch and talk but, to somebody if you're betting on the Pro Bowl. Because that, you, you really that, you really got a problem if you're betting on this. Rich, that, Rich, that might be the case. I'm not denying that that's the case, but let's face it. There's plenty of people doing it. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying you don't. I know. But it, it's going on, and it's going on, you know, at a much higher rate than that would insinuate. I'll tell you that. I agree with you, you know. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, I guess. Uh, you know, my biggest problem, I, I never liked it. I mean, first of all, here's the biggest problem with the All-Star Games and why people don't like them as much. You really don't know who anybody is. You really don't. When you look at, like, the, uh, the, the uh, you know, the NFL especially, uh, even, like, the NHL and stuff like that, you really don't know who anybody is because you can only see the same uniforms, and you can sometimes see the helmets, but they blend into each other too. So you really don't know who anybody is. And then, you know, when you look at I think the best one, I've always thought baseball was by far the best all-star game. And the reason being is because, you, you can differentiate who's who. They all have, you know, the uniforms of it, but you can tell who's who because when they separate, you know, you can tell defensively who's who. And, of course, you know who's at bat. You know what I mean? So it, it, that's always been much better to me. Um, and I think yeah, there's a huge drop-off from there. Everybody have, yeah, everybody doesn't have the same uniform. They're just wearing white in their colors. Everybody's wearing their own uniforms there. And it's a slower thing. You see who's a bat. You can tell who's playing in the field. You know what I mean? It's a different thing. Plus, it's, you know. Yeah. Those games were always competitive when we were growing up. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Games, you know? Absolutely. I mean, phenomenal yeah. games, to be quite honest with you. Like, I think just from my win. childhood. That money, that money yeah. back then meant a lot to those guys. You know, the, the winner yeah. and loser share was a big thing. I mean, part of my memory, like even my like childhood memory, Rich, I think of like two All-Star games. I think of the 79 All-Star game, which was phenomenal with the Dave Parker throw, and I think of the 83 All-Star game with the Fred Lynn Grand Slam. Like that was so exciting to me. That's embedded in my head. You probably have a couple. Yeah, you probably have a couple older ones. You know, you probably remember maybe the Detroit Reggie one or, of course, the Rose Fossey one, right? You you probably have some. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember the Rose Fossey. I remember when uh... – when Reggie hit the roof in Tiger Stadium, which was yeah. insane. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? yeah. I remember that. That's yeah. what I was talking about. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, if you yeah, look at that All-Star game, it, it, there's, like, there's like, there's literally like 25 Hall of Famers in that game. It's it's totally insane. Yeah. If you look at the Yeah, roster, what a crazy roster. Games, it's insane. Yeah. That 71 one is just bizarre. I mean, uh, you got yeah. many, Mays and Aaron and Rose and Reggie, and it just goes on and on and on, you know? Without even getting right, into the right. Pictures. I think there, I think there's 25 Hall of Famers in that game. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. That really but is. Not just Hall of Famers, and uh, they're all time, they're all time greats. It's like you know the names. Yeah. Just like it's like rock star. You know. Yeah, and and to be honest with you, I you know it's not like it was, but I I still like it a lot. I mean, they, it balked a couple times I with do. the tie and 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 all the way that that did, but. You know, but I, I still enjoy it. I mean, I still think it's, they, you know, it's by that far. With the, with the dopey, the team that yeah. hosts the, uh, the World Series. I mean, come on with that. You know, that that was just idiotic, you know? Well, I I guess what they wanted to do was uh, try to, you know, make it competitive in a sense, right? Like, like you said, you always like it competitive. I mean, I guess that's yeah, where that comes from. A Padre who hits a home run in the ninth, it's never going to see the Well, yeah, I got you. It's really it is a little bit silly so in that stupid. respect, you know. Yeah. yeah. But from the same token, Rich, you shouldn't have to worry about that because the seven teams that you pledge your allegiance to haven't made the playoffs <laughs> in the last 22 years. <laughs> Quick break. We'll be right back after this. Uh, Hi, this is Gary Apremian of the undefeated Miami Dolphins 1972 team. I always listen to the Pat Catello show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. 
Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. One baby to another says I'm lucky to meet you. I'm Okay, welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, as we come to you live on the uh, bye week of the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54, held in Miami, Florida. And, uh, Rich, we were talking a little bit, uh, you know, and I think both of us agree, it's a weird game because they don't really have a strong feeling either way. You could certainly make cases and you could envision maybe Kansas City's offense going crazy. You could maybe envision, you know, uh, San Francisco uh, stop stomping them a little bit, you know, and, 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 you know, dominating the game in certain ways. But, um, you know, I guess this is the makeup of a pretty decent matchup, right? I, I got to be honest with you. I'd never been this indecisive about a game in my life, like in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, like I, I really have no feeling either way. It's like, you know, like it, yeah. it just, I can't, I can't decide which way to go here. It's very strange. Right, which is exactly my like, point. Yeah, it, it, really and it's not like I think they're evenly matched in every aspect. I think they're differently matched, but I don't know which, how this game's going to portray. I just what I don't agree with is everybody thinks it's going to be like a three-point game either way. I don't see that. I, I think somebody's going to move away from it, but can't tell you who. Right, uh, you know the couple factors that come to mind are the way that Kansas Kansas City has started off very slow. Right, they've they've started off slow, and the other team has taken a pretty big lead. They've been able to yes. overcome that and come back. If that happens again, I'm not so sure they're going to be able to do that as easily. They'd be uh, in trouble with that if, they, if, they, if that's the way they start. They'd be in trouble here because I don't think they're going to come back yeah. in this defense. You know? But yeah. I don't like I said. I don't know. It's a very strange game. I I really don't have a feel for it. You know? Must it's going to be one of those games where I think somebody makes a bad mistake. It really kills them. You know? You think so? You think it'll be that strong? Like one mistake yeah. will be like the end all? That's what you're saying? I think so. I think one mistake could start the pebble rolling down the hill that turns into a mountain. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that sure they can't recover from. You know, 
the one thing that I would say is that, like, you know, in, in the past, the offense, the strong offense, uh, has not really bode well in the big game. The two that come to mind are obviously, you know, the 84 Dolphins. <laughs> And uh, and then yep. I think of that uh, that that Denver Broncos team that was so electric when they played Seattle, um, you know. But you know, I, I but again, like I said, that comes to mind. But you know, I don't necessarily think that that's what's going to happen here. You know, I, I'm I'm as kind of perplexed as you. I think there's a lot of different scenarios that could work its way into this game. You know, and um, I yeah. hope it's going to be a good game. You know, I mean, you have some very exciting. Uh, players playing in it, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, as exciting as it gets. And so, uh, you know, you kind of hope that you're going to see something like that. The the previous Super Bowls of late kind of have been like that. We've gotten some pretty good ones, right? I mean, it, the, the yeah, old recipe. Was, last year wasn't that good. But, you know, there's been good ones. Last year was a little bit, uh, you know, of uh, – I guess uh, the Rams were terrible. They didn't, uh, they didn't a, show up. A, a was... surprise in the sense that yeah. that was another high-powered offense, right? That, that really laid an fizzled egg. out hard. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that, that was almost what was that enough? It was a zero-zero half close, right? It was like really nobody yeah, did was, anything. It, it was rough. Yeah, it was very bad. Yep. I don't know. You like so, does uh, Andy Reid not not finish this off after all these years? You know, of not being back. I mean. You know, you you would think that like you know, there's some sense of urgency here for him. Uh, you would think that this is the you know this is his moment. <laughs> he's either going to yeah. do it or he's not. Yeah. Right? You know, after this yeah. long, uh, he's the longest, uh, most winningest coach without it. And and uh, um, yeah, you you know, this, that storyline makes a lot of sense. Um, you would think that this is his time, right? So uh, yeah, from that perspective. Um, you know, yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see uh, if that is how that unfolds. I mean, I think that San Francisco is a pretty, pretty rounded, you know, team. They're pretty strong, but are they that strong? I don't know. You know, I think that there's a good, good chance if if Kansas City plays like Kansas City's capable of playing, um, you know, that maybe it does finally end up, you know, for Andy Reid to get to get one of these things, you know. Um, but, but they have enough. We'll they have enough speed on offense where they can score quickly. But uh, you know, yeah. and you know, and I think Mahomes can you know can slip out into the pass rush. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Sure. I mean, you know, I, I was leaning towards Kansas City a little bit, but I, I, no confidence in it. You know, I'll tell you that. No, because I think basically I think that San Francisco is the better team all around, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything if Patrick Mahomes and that offense gets going. It doesn't really mean yeah. anything. Uh, the Kansas City defense is, certainly has weaknesses. It's stronger than it's been in the past, and it was strong enough to, to get to the Super Bowl. But, you know, but if uh, San Francisco's got some weapons, and if they're able to put it together, you know, and it becomes that kind of game, then Kansas City, you know, might struggle a little bit. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. I mean, you got to figure Reed's got a bit of an edge over Shanahan. Yeah, experience-wise, you know, experience for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you see how Shanahan but, choked uh, in the, you know, when he was up all that lead. I mean, he definitely choked on offense then when he was with Atlanta well, against the Patriots. Well, 
you know, I, I have this debate a lot. I have this with my son a lot. You know, I get the same kind of thing. You know, when I break that down, um, you know, he hit, he hit Julio Jones on that big pass. They're in field goal range. I think a lot more of that has to fall on Matt Ryan in the sense that you really cannot take that sack right after that. Like The sack was bad. The penalty fumble. was bad. But, again, if you run the ball three times, the game's over. It's not over. If you run the ball three times, see that's the fallacy there. You got to hit it's that close. Field goal. It's, it's very it's close. not over. If you keep the ball there, right. it's close. It's a, it's it's a 40, there's not it's enough like time a to score all those points, Pat. It's What's a forty-eight that? yard field goal. It's a forty. Yeah, but who like says they're not getting any closer running the ball? They may get well, closer running the football. But my point is, Rich, if you don't, you got to hit that field goal. If you, you know, yeah. it's not a chip shot. It's like a forty-eight it's inside though. Yeah, it's inside. Yeah, but it's no, you know? it's no guarantee. It's certainly no I got guarantee. You, but they, I think they would have got closer, though, if they ran the ball. Maybe they would have. We'll never know. It was only one play. I think it was one play after that. Literally. Well, they, I they think took, it was one they play. Took, they took the sack, the penalty. On the, and another, like, was, it, was it two sacks and a penalty or one sack and a and two? No, the sack was Did a fumble. The sack What's was that? a fumble, wasn't it? Wasn't the sack a fumble? Well, they had a punt. They didn't turn the ball over there. They punted. Well, when was the turnover? When was the high tower turnover? Not on that. Not on the Julio Jones one. They, that was another. That was another drive. There was like a. That was I, I thought drive. there was like two penalties and a sack, or two sacks and a penalty. They went backwards like thirty yards. They had a punt from like midfield. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know. You know, I, were, you know and, and certainly you could put a lot on Shanahan for that. You, you, you certainly can. And he also you know, had more time. Um, they was, kept going three and out. Every time they got the ball back, he got three and out. I mean, you know, they got away from what they were. Then, then after that, he tried running and being conservative, and they kept stopping the run. And he's going three and out and punting every time, giving them the ball back. It was ridiculous. So what makes you, what makes you think they he wouldn't ran, have had that he same He ran policy. when he should have passed, and he passed when he should have ran. He really maybe. Yeah, maybe. Did maybe. a bad job. But there's no, you know, Terrible. what makes you think if he ran the ball that they weren't going to be stopped then too, you know? Well, I mean, we'll I, never know. know. These I are all know. hypothetical. Yeah, it's hypothetical, but the move is not, they were, they didn't need to pass like what they, what they did there, you know? You know, look, was that holding penalty probably ridiculous? Yeah, I'm sure it was, you know? No way to, yeah. the refs to get the Patriots back in the game. You know, it probably wasn't even a hold. Maybe, yeah. yeah. It was very aggravating. We both agree on that. <laughs> it's, yep. it's not yep. something oh, I yeah. ever want to relive, you know. And it was yeah, really, uh, yeah. But but he is a good coach. He's obviously a very good coach. Kudos to the 49ers for not even letting that affect their decision to hire him. Um, you know, and we'll yeah. see. We'll see how it, it kind of goes, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you'd have to say Reed has a little bit of an edge. But, you know, but from the same token – They've almost both been there before. You know what I mean? If you're going to put that yeah. much, that much of the heat on on Shanahan for losing that, well, then you got to say that he's almost coached the Super Bowl, right? So it'll it'll be very interesting to see how that kind of goes along. And uh, you know, it's a good storyline. It should be an exciting day uh, either way. Remember, you, had, you know, we were talking about Schottenheimer's son, too. And you know where he is, Rich? He's the Seattle offensive coordinator. Yeah, right. So, they, you know, yeah. they both obviously, yeah. 
So he's he's not just you know invisible in the league. He's a you know pretty high powered offense himself. So that that's where he, where, where he is. But both of those guys seem like you know they've uh, passed the torch a lot you know in that sense. And um, you know, maybe these are uh, you know I would imagine he's probably going to be in line for a head coaching job soon too. So maybe we're witnessing you know some of these new the new breed of of, of uh, head coaches in the league, you know, maybe we got to certainly add Shanahan to that. I don't think this was a fluke and, uh, you know, we'll kind of see where that goes, if you will, you know, you know, it's always a copycat league. They'll, they'll keep taking, you know, sons of ex coaches now, <laughs> you know, that is, you know, that'll be the hot commodity yeah. for a year or two. Yeah. I mean, I, you, so you, even though, even though Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for Atlanta for all those years, and, you know, you think now this will boost up, uh, you know, sons of, of legendary coaches again, you're saying? Not he ours. <laughs> you know, he can no, let go no. by the Giants now. You know, I, I don't think he has a job right, right, right. now, Mike Shula. Like, yeah, he, you know, no, they he hired Garrett. Yeah. They don't even mention that they got rid of Mike Shula. They just go, Giants, you know, acquire uh, Jason Garrett. <laughs> Yeah. Corner. Not even, like, they didn't even <laughs> give the guy the dignity to say he was fired. <laughs> no. I never really understood Shula's sons, uh, you know, the way that they kind of went around the league. I don't think they got anywhere near the respect that they deserved. And I say that in, in a few ways. I, first of all, I think David Shula was acting like he got that job just because he was Don Shula's son. Okay, maybe he was, but people forget that David Shula – was, you know, in the league in some capacity coaching since he was a kid in 1972. So it's not like he didn't yep. have the credentials for that. And obviously he had a rough right. road in, in, in Cincinnati. And that was it. Never got another chance in any capacity, even as a, a, you know, a coordinator or whatever. And then Mike Shula, you know, came in uh, with a lot of coordinator jobs, went to a Super Bowl as a coordinator with Carolina, but really was never considered legitimately for a head coach on any team, ever. And he certainly had, I would say, enough criteria to at least make the short list on that, no? And, you know, like you said, just gets no dismissed question. without anybody even batting an eye, right? It's just it's a tweet. Yeah. I, I just think it's a little strange how that, you know, kind of went. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a cutthroat league, Rich. It really is. It's it's a difficult league. And, uh, you know, I guess it is what it is, right? I mean, uh, head coaching jobs are very hard to get. And then, you know, the stigma will, will basically end it. That's why I would like a guy like Rivera, you know, people criticize him for taking that Washington job. But I say, you know, it's almost like you're out of the league. You're dying to get back in because you know if you're out too long, you're in trouble. And, uh, you know, I guess when somebody offers you a job, unless you're, it comes with Unless you're team. John Gruden, and then you come back and you make more money than anybody's made in their life, right? <laughs> well, yes, there's no doubt about that. But there's two factors that come into the Gruden thing that maybe Rivera wouldn't have. A, Gruden won a championship, and then he's on Monday Night Football, so he's so exposed. It's almost like the Jimmy Johnson thing, you know? When you get on TV and you have those credentials, all of a sudden you become so much better, right, than people, you know, yeah. people remember you as so much better. Like, people will forget that John Gruden's last years in Tampa were pretty terrible. 
You know, they just well, it's the, like they the, don't myth, the the myth becomes you know uh, you know more popular than reality. That's no question about it. Right. Now I don't know whether a guy like uh, Rivera would have had that same kind of thing. Although I do think he would have gotten another job. But you know, you get scared. I guess like you see McCarthy. Took McCarthy a little while before he finally got. Well, they you threw, know, Pat, uh, it's not so much scared. They threw so much money at him too. You know, how do you, and there was three teams vying for him, so how do you not get, take a job right away? You know, McCarthy really yeah. didn't have an opportunity last year. You know, they, they you know, the Washington threw the world at him, you know? So that's how do you not point. go there? You know? Uh, you're absolutely right. How do you not take that, right? Yeah, that's a great point, Rich. I mean, it's, that's yeah. really what it boils down to, I guess, you know? If, uh, you know, if, if Schneider's going to throw that kind of, that kind of money at you, you know, you're going to take it. Really Look, he got it, Gibbs you know? out of retirement to do a half-assed job because of all the money, right? Yeah, I guess he paid. Uh, he must have paid Gibbs, you know, quite a bit of money too, right? Yeah, Gibbs that wasn't exactly was sleeping in his extreme. office anymore the second time around. Yeah. You know, he was worried no, about his NASCAR team. He could he could give a crap about that the second time around. Yeah, he was collecting a it's paycheck. Amazing how. That- yeah, it's amazing how different that second time around was, right? It's, oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a very good yeah, he point. wasn't burning the ca- the candle, that's for sure. You know, <laughs> no. <laughs> if the light was on no, in his no. office, he left it on at six o'clock at night. He wasn't there at three in the morning. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. If it was on, you're home again for dinner, home. honey. Yeah, you're home again for dinner, honey. <laughs> it's yeah. the old days, you know. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Do Do you think? Uh, you know, do, do you see like um, the success of uh, a, a, of a guy like Rivera going in there initially? Um, you know, I mean, a lot of these guys are the uh, kind of a mess. I don't really see it turning around that quickly. I mean, no, I, I you know. Well, it, you know how Washington is. I mean, if you don't get success early, Rich, it's going to get ugly quick. <laughs> It will. But yeah. It's been it's been so it's been bad for so long that you know I don't know what's going to happen. You know he's not firing him after the first year. No, um, he's not. But no, it ain't going to be pretty. No, no, it's not, not going to be pretty. But the they, year, they've but. been bad for a long time. If you look at it, they're, right. they're one of the worst teams in the league over the last decade. Have you know, they been that issues. that bad? Yeah, they've I mean, been very I know bad. that they've they struggled a lot. Yeah, I guess, I guess you're right. A million years. It kind of gets blended yeah. in there, but they blend in. Yeah. They, they get in the past because everybody thinks Washington, Washington, but yeah, they've been pretty awful. Yeah. Well, well you know how you could tell it, when they're real bad, they don't yeah. talk about the name change too much. It's only when they get good they talk about changing the name. You know. You think that's a that, so, that, that has something to do with it? Oh, a hundred percent. If they were good, if they were good on Monday Night Football every week, they'd be protesting every week about it, you know. But it, it goes to, it falls to the back page when you know they're not that good. Or maybe they question. just got, you know, they just gave up on Schneider. You know, they know how he is. So yeah, that's, well, you know, no. look, it, it definitely he's a roadblock. He's not going to cave in like the Indians did, you know, by banning a cartoon, but. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I think it definitely. If they were winning all the time, there'd be you'd be an uproar all, you know, to be a national yeah. uproar all the time. You know how they run with this crap, you know? Yeah, I hear you. 
No doubt. All right, last break. We're coming back. Wrap this up right after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Mercury Morris. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. We've got Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant. As we come to the final stretch here, just a reminder, catch all our episodes, past and present, on right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store. You can get them delivered right on your phone. And you can send us any questions or comments, Show at yahoo.com. So this is our third uh, segment in what we call Around the League. Uh, and uh, ironically, it's, you know, the off week of the Super Bowl, so the whole show is basically around the league. But, Rich, I would say that one of the things that, uh, you know, we have to address because it's been going on is the Tom Brady situation. Um, Tom Brady obviously, you know, avoided his conscience. He's a free agent. There's been a lot of rumors, a lot of different things going around. I personally don't think anybody knows anything. That's why the, the stories range so much. I believe he will be going back to the New England Patriots. I don't think Bob Kraft will let him go. Um, that's just my opinion. If it wasn't, then I don't think Jimmy Garofalo will be playing in the Super Bowl. But, um, you know, you kind of think that he might be going somewhere like uh, like the Chargers, right? Yeah, I think he's gone. I think he's going to go to the Chargers. I really do. I just think that he wants to finish his career on the West Coast. And I don't know if he wants to get away from Belichick and Kraft or, you know, he just wants a different change of scenery where he can do his own thing, you know, be closer to his family there, I guess. I don't know. I I think he's gone. 
Well, when you say his family, I mean, obviously his family's in his mother and father, San Francisco area, but he's got the house in Greenwich. That's where his immediate family is. Yeah, but, is. The, you know, if you I look at know. it, his, his wife's always on the West Coast. She's really not living in Boston when he's there. He's by himself, basically. I mean, yeah, she but comes in Greenwich, sometimes. Though, right? But, Isn't that house that we always well, see they in just Greenwich? Bought a house. Pat, they, they have numerous houses. You know, they also have a big place in Tribeca, and they have a place in L.A., too. You know, they have numerous places to live. That's not... But they didn't just you know, buy that house in Greenwich, though. They didn't just buy yeah, they it. Did. They're reporting like they did. No, they didn't. They're reporting like they did. He actually bought that during the season. They're, they're okay, just yeah, whatever. Like, but I guess, but they so, have numerous you know, houses. That's my point. He just yeah, sold his one in Boston, what... which is no big deal, you know? But yeah, she's always on the West Coast. She's never here. Well, if that's the case, then uh, who's always with the kids? Her. So what? They they're they're on the West Coast. What? Yeah, in the she LA comes house in sometimes, but she's yeah, she's basically in LA with the kids all the time. Yeah. Well, then obviously that special that he had uh, is, is 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 very facetious then, because it, it was completely the contrary on that whole thing. I don't know if you've seen that, but you know no. that that was that was completely. You kidding me? I'm watching a Tom Brady I mean, special. I'm watching a Tom Brady special. Hit me in the head with a lead pipe, please. <laughs> I like to hit you in the head with the lead pipe anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching a Tom Brady special. Yeah. I'd rather watch Where's Christmas the with the Waltons. You know? Where's the pipe, Rich? <laughs> Get the pipe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give, give me I a tape know. of Christmas I mean, with the Waltons from 75. Yeah. I guess that's... <laughs> I guess that's somewhat of a factor, but, you know, I don't know. Are the Chargers good enough? If Tom Brady really wants to go to a team like that, are they good I'm not, enough? I'm not saying it's I mean, a championship situation there, but, you know, they need the PR to move to L.A. They have no fan base. Sure. So they need something. Sure. They need, they need sure. some kind of explosion, and I think that's what's going to happen. I think he's finally going to get paid. Plan. Like he wants to get paid, and you know, and that's they're going to pay him like forty million dollars a year or something crazy. Yeah, and I think that, well, that, that that's the splash they make. That's and look, that's just well, my guess. I don't. It's not like I know anything. But I, if he was going to stay with the Patriots, why do the song and dance? Because I think that he wants the contract that comes from the song and dance, and he wants to get the power that he doesn't have there. And by doing this, if he does wind up signing a contract with the New England Patriots. You could be rest assured he will have all the power and the guarantees that he did not have before this. And I think that's what it comes down to. Now, as far as the San Diego Chargers, yeah, that's a grand slam from the Chargers' perspective. I don't doubt that at all. I mean, I think they would do whatever they had to do, and they'll make him the highest-paid player in the league by far. Whatever you could do under a salary cap and in the rules, I think they will do for him. I just don't think that they're good enough. And so I don't know whether he wants to do that, but I guess at a certain point, money always talks. So if he gets this monstrous, monstrous deal, he's not going to be able to turn it down. Um, But I think Tom Brady is so used to winning that anything less than having a team that can compete for a championship is going to be something that he's really going to shy away from. That's just my opinion. And if you're paying him that much money, how much can you really add to the roster besides him? Not a lot, you know. That's why. I, yeah, but I, but I think he wants. Talk, I think he wants the money at this point. So I don't think he cares about the other stuff. You know, well, if that's I think the he case, wants to get paid like he thinks the, he deserves, and and I think he really wants to go back there. I don't look. 
the Patriots are probably going to give him the max no matter what. So he wouldn't really have to like drag this out if he was really wanted to stay there. My my thing, he would be able yeah. to stay in and here, give me this. I, he could probably tell Kraft what he wants and he gets it. So I don't think there's he'd be going through this if he's not going somewhere. That's my point. Well, that's, that's really I how, think how Kraft, I feel about it. Oh, well, I think yeah, you might be right. I, I just think that Kraft ultimately is going to cough up the dough, and I think he's going to get what he wants. I don't think Kraft wants to take any chances. You know, if he leaves there, you know, um, a lot changes. And the same things that you talked about as far as, like, the attendance and all that would hit the Patriots, too. Don't, don't, don't kid yourself. You know, Belichick is a great, great coach, but, you know, they will take a large hit uh, uh, for a time being if Tom Brady's not their poster child for, you know, for the next few years. I, I think they will. Um, and he knows that. And I, I just think that. You know, it's it's going to be – we've talked about this, and the one thing is there's not a lot of – there's none. There's not really a great team just missing a quarterback. Like in previous years, there have been. This year, no. not look, so much. No place, look, I, I know that, you know, the Rivers didn't have a great year this year, but there's no spot yeah. for him either. If you think about it, I think he's well, going to retire too. There I was, think there's there was no spot for, for Eli Manning. and there, Yeah, but there's spots for him as a backup. I don't think there's a starting no. spot for him. I think, well, you asked me this last week, and what did I say? I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the spot for Phillip Rivers. I've always thought that. Well, yeah, because they, may, playing, they may need a quarterback. You, you got a point there. They may need a quarterback. But other than that, yeah. you take that away. Yeah. I mean, Carolina yeah. maybe. But, you know, yeah, not, not too many. And those teams are not great either. Tom Brady's certainly not going to those teams. But you I, know? I, I could like see Cam Newton ended up in, I could see Cam Newton end up in Tampa before I could see Rivers. Yeah, maybe. I mean, but you got to remember too. It's uh, Bruce Arians. You know, it's going to be what style of play he wants. I guess is going to have some kind of an effect on yeah. that. But yeah, I could see Newton there too. I'm not saying that I can't see Newton taking that step too. But there's not that many. Those are the two teams really, besides like the Chargers. Um, that's the three teams. I think Detroit is going to move on, but I think Detroit may do so in the draft, right? And they could certainly, if they're doing it in a draft, we're not getting to it. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I would think that they are, but I, I don't know. Um, you know, it, it, veteran quarterbacks come in two two sizes, you know. There's the veteran quarterback who's going to come for a team that's looking to play football, and then there's the veteran quarterback who's going to be looking to win a championship. Unfortunately, Rivers doesn't have a championship, but there's not really going to be that fit for him. You know, just same way no, Ryan really Fitzpatrick isn't. found the spot with the Dolphins. What's that? Yep. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah, so, didn't go to the Dolphins win a championship. Ryan Fitzpatrick right. went to the Miami Dolphins to extend his career, and he had a very good right. year last so, year. But you know, he's not in any kind of championship mode. You know, which is exactly what I just said, Rich. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's exactly what I just said. You know, there's two flat, two sides of the coin, and Philip Rivers yeah. is in that same boat, Rich. He's in that same boat. I don't think, yeah, if Philip Rivers yeah, right. plays, he's not yeah. going to be going to win a championship. He's going to be going to no. play football, extend his career. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not – and it doesn't you – know, listen, you could go on a run like Ryan Tannehill. That's the Ryan Tannehill kind of hit lightning in a bottle, right? He went to extend his career and yep. it just happened to click, and, and, and that team went on a run. Tennessee was not supposed to be as good as they were. That's all you can kind of hope for these guys is that, you know, they – Well, they, he, they he went to a place where – 
he went, he went to a place where he really beat out the quarterback in training camp, and they still gave it to Mariota, and then they waited for Mariota to uh, slip up, and then they switched him in there. He could have yeah. started from week one. You know, he did outplay him in the preseason, but they gave Mariota yeah, another my, chance. You know, yeah, so he would have to go my, to a place. My, if Rivers is going somewhere else, he would have to go to a place where there's a weak quarterback that he thinks he could beat out, which, you know, which is feasible. But, again, I don't really see those teams out there either. Do you? Uh, I mean, the only teams that I could see in that kind of capacity, uh, you know, would have to be a team like uh, like maybe uh, Pittsburgh, something like that. If Roethlisberger doesn't come back healthy or something, you know, a team like yeah. that. Um, it, there's not that many of them either, though. You're right. There, there's really not. I mean, how many teams, uh, you know, are, are quasi-contenders, um, you know uh, that their quarterback, you know, might change over. You know, not not that yeah. many of them. Um, no, I don't see them. Know, I don't I, see these guys getting their doors knocked down. I really don't. So it'll be an interesting off season as far as that goes. I guess. Um, you know, you maybe look at you know maybe a team like Buffalo would take somebody as a backup quarterback, and then maybe if Allen get you know gets hurt or something like that. You know, you could find them going on a one-year run or something. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville is a weird team. They've taken such a step back. They've got this monstrous contract on Nick Foles, you know. Uh, they, so they really can't bring anybody else in. They're going to turn a bad no. spot. Yeah, it's a very bad spot. And they lost Coughlin. So, you know, they got rid of Coughlin. So, you know, I don't know who takes over there and, and, and what the – what the uh, grace period is with that as well, right? I mean, you got somebody else yeah, they fired their taking coach over, too. right? There's, right, did they fire Marone? They ended up firing Marone, right? Is he gone? Yeah, I think I, I think thought they did. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think he I forgot who right. they brought so, in, but they fired him. The, yeah. Wait, so they got a new coach, though? Did they, who is the new coach? So you're saying they have a new head coach? Uh, yeah, they, they, there's nobody that needs one, yeah. But it's not Marone. He's gone, right? I think you're right. I just I'm don't pretty sure they fired him. I don't remember. I don't think it's anybody. That I, I, knew I don't who know. Was anyway. So um. Let me see. So that so if that's the case, you know, that's a team that's uh, in, in, in. Yeah, I mean that's that's it's a tough situation. If Marone's gone, I'm, I'm not. Sure. I, I thought we would have uh, heard about that though, but maybe not. If they didn't fire him, they were going to and changed their mind. But I thought they. Fired I think him. I remember that. I remember he was getting fired, but then I thought I thought that they didn't at the last minute. And, and the only thing I could think of is uh, we would know. We would know who got that job. So I kind of think he's still there. You know. I think me and you would know if they if they had made yeah, a change. Yeah, they kept them. They were they were, they did keep they them. Kept it them. was like they were gonna. Fi- okay. I think here you know what happened. Coughlin was gonna fire him, and then then Khan fired Coughlin and kept him. That's what happened. Okay. I can see that. Yeah, that he, makes sense. Yeah, they they were gonna bring somebody else in, and then I think that's that's how basically um, you know Coughlin got aced, and then they can't put all that stuff. How he was um. He was abusive to the personnel on the team and stuff. Remember? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
No, I agree. Uh, last week, uh, our last show before it will be announced, but we would hope the Pro Football Hall of Fame is going to make their announcements, uh, you know, obviously uh, before we get to our next show. And we hope that Zach Thomas is, is declared a Hall of Famer um, by the time that comes. Uh, I think it's safe to say uh, that Palomalu will be uh, a Hall of Famer. So, um, you know, I don't know how many other uh, – how many other spots they're going to, you know, do. But I think this this is certainly looking like, you know, a good opportunity for him. We'll say it that way, you know. Well, I hope um, so. But you never know. You never know. They I mean, should just have a lot an guys on the Hall of Fame for the Steelers, you know. Just, just you know, like, you know, embrace they, it. Just put every Steeler to ever play it in there and just be done with it. They could certainly do that. I, I From what I hear, they've uh, started chiseling the Rocky Blyer bust. That's just what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> the initial the initial shooting has begun. Dwight Dwight White and uh, Rocky Blyer are going to be in next year. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, that's our show for tonight, and uh, we'll we'll recap Super Bowl Fifty Four the next time you hear our voice. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Better go.